Well, I'm, well, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's 21 and I'm 30. Yeah, so. you, that, yeah. Yeah. So you have an older sister. I have an older brother. Older brother. There you go. A 50-50 guess. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. 50-50 chance of getting that one right. I got it wrong. And, uh, you know, what are you going to (laughs) do? It's true. Well, uh, I'm glad that we could be here for you and that, uh, you know, we could try to make you laugh. Well, I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I listen to you every day, and I listen to the podcast constantly. So I work from home, and sometimes I feel like I don't get enough contact but it's like you guys are my little work partners <laughs> that's great yeah you guys well are great. thank you very much we appreciate you calling all right all right guys you got it okay bye. uh yeah so did you hang out did you watch a little uh water world with us did you get to hear any of that m1 blanket babe from north park are you there Hi guys, how's oh. it going? It's going. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's going good for me. Woodsy's having a hard time. Woodsy, are you missing your big blanket? I miss. Um, you know, I miss my wife because I haven't seen her, and then she came in for a little while, and oh. the, I haven't slept in the same bed with her in like a week. That's I miss, horrible. I miss my dogs. <laughs> I miss sleep. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. With I'd be in the same position as you. I'd be passed out right now. And yeah, I'm um, up with my sick little guy tonight, but luckily he only has a fever. So there you go. Hey, I well, feel lucky that I'm not at Children's. That's yeah, right. For sure. Uh, Blanket Babe, thank you so much for calling. Well, I, w- I have an offer for you guys. I'm the one that brought in all the mm-hmm. big blankets for you. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Oh, I miss the. I miss oh, it so much. You know, that thing right? is on my I bed. I use that thing every... It. Yep. It's so soft. I, I love it. Me too. So much. I'm so happy you do. And I was. I know it's really late in the game, but I'd love to offer one for your raffle. Sure. I don't know. Uh, Jared can probably put that on there. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. They're the best. Yeah, they really oh. are. <laughs> they are the greatest. Yeah, we'll put that on there. I can get it to you probably tomorrow morning by the end of your show, if that'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Okay, and I'm probably going to make the Mikey Jr. because I think that's a good neutral for... That sounds good. That sounds good to me. I'll bring it by the studio tomorrow. Sounds great. Hang in there. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. We'll see you. You ever wish you had a DeLorean? (laughs) I would have been like, you're crazy, Mike. It'll never work. Mm. 28 hours. Yeah. You wait until about 1, 2 a.m., and then you start hitting the energy drinks. I need more. I, ne- I haven't had any coffee since, like, noon. I need coffee. The last thing you do is take an energy drink. Yep. I just I took did a, it. I took a sip. Before midnight. I took a sip. Didn't do anything. No, it looks like it worked out good. I'm, no, I'm just tired. No, no, yeah. I no, mean, I'm just tired. I know. It's because you're crashing. But, no, uh, it's because I've been up for 21. I've been up since 3 a.m. I've been up since 1.30 a.m. Well, 23 years in the biz. Yeah. yeah. So make have- make. You make 100 phone calls one day. <laughs> you make 100 sales calls in one day. Uh-huh. I'll do your 28-hour bit, and we'll both feast. Do yeah. you think that you've made more sales calls than I have? Yes. I think you have, too. That's why if you ever gave me advice. Mm-hmm. You'd probably try your own way, too. You'd probably try what made you comfortable. A hundred. No, dude, I Mike, wouldn't. I haven't had coffee since noon, and I'm tired. What's good for the goose isn't good for the gander always. People have their own styles, you know. That's true. So, you know, there's probably guys that could come in here and booze, like, the whole time and, like, whatever. Just, I'm just, 
I, the kid loves his sleep. You know me. I want to get out of here and go home and nap every day. Yeah. I love my sleep. Uh, 570-1949. M1 Cave Dweller. Are you there? Oh, wow, my man. Yes, I am, Mikey Show. How are you? No. Waterworld so painful. Painful. Sucked. Painful. I would rather yes. put a campfire out with my face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a great yeah, yeah. call. That is a, that is a really good call. Oh, man. So, I know you guys can do this. You guys have this. It's in the bank. No I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm getting my second wind. And, uh, awesome. I'm not. You know, I, I, I think it's going to be fine. Hey, dig deep. Dig deep. Digging man. deep, dude. Digging deep. All right, all right. I got to take my wife into surgery today. She's oh, having, man. uh... She's having some hardware in her ankle taken out. There you go. All right, bro. Yeah. Well, thanks. Right. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining. She gave us a Detroit. Detroit. M1 Slide from the Central Coast is calling. Morning, guys. You ever just get real fake cheerful early in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Some of us. <laughs> some of us not so much. How you doing? Part of Waterworld. The very end, they reach dry land for the first time in their lives. First choice, yeah, let's climb up a steep cliff. And yeah, right the edge. for sure. Exactly. You know, you did mention the best part of Waterworld. You hit it on the head when you said was, the, end. the end. The credits. <laughs> the credits. The ending credits. Hey, I've been up with you guys since the very beginning this morning. Rad. Fourth one that I've been up the whole time. In fact, I've been there a couple of times. It's awesome. I love you guys. Keep it going. Thank, Thank you. you. I've been pierced, saran wrapped, pain, <laughs> painted, humiliated, mortified, embarrassed, upset, happy, elated, elated, I elated. Piercing, I was elated when my wife The piercing in the painting in. seems like it was like a week ago. Uh, the yeah, what? The piercing. The piercing in the painting. Yeah. The piercing seems like it was seriously in September. Mm hmm. September. You gotta go pee pee? Yeah, I'm gonna. Go ahead. No, I'll wait. I'm gonna wait it out. What do we got going on? What's the plan? I'm gonna uh, get the blood going. Well, what's the plan, Stan? Do you ever just give out? <laughs> uh, somebody's on the line went to see Tron. All right, perfect. That's Tron just got released. Uh, M1 Ian from Oceanside. How's it going? Good. You saw Tron? I did. As, uh, as you know, scripture says, wise man sees trouble ahead and flees. So I fled to the theater instead of listening to Waterworld. Wise choice. Wise choice, my man. Wise choice. Yeah. So. Well, thank you. How was it? It was pretty awesome. It was it was ridiculous. You guys have to see it. Yeah, I love Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, dude. Yeah, have a good night. Good you, luck, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, the current bid, by the way, uh, to uh, have the dinner at my house for four. So it's four people get to come have dinner at my house. And it'll be all of us uh, here on the show will be there. Uh, in addition to um, Jeffrey P from Pamplemousse, who will come and cook. Mm -hmm. Bidding is at uh, $1,525. $1,525. And so if you could bid higher than that, please do. Uh, you can donate money to Rady Children's Hospital and their Autism Discovery Institute by going to MikeyShow.com. And when you go there, you're going to see a, a rotating banner. And uh, it says donate now. And we would love for you to do that. Uh, we would love for you to donate now. 
And uh, if you don't know my deal, my son, Jake, has autism. He's four. And this is uh, really important to me, special to me. And so we're just really happy to be able to do this. Uh, so please check it out. Uh, in a little bit, LOB is going to do a, uh, she's going to do a set for us. She's a stand-up is comic. She? Oh, wow. is she? Uh, Woods is going to do a set. Is he? He's a musician. Is he? We're mad at you. Yeah. What? We're, We're mad. mad at you. What did I do? You booked us. Oh, uh, yeah. It's way too late. time. Yeah. Oh. What? Oh, Ew, you know what sucks but. is that we don't have the guitar mic and the board and stuff in here. That sucks. Yeah, and I don't have a... sound good, dude. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you got the uh, none of that stuff's in here. You got right the guitar. Yeah. yeah, but you don't. Need, I don't. We don't have that board and I got it right here. Mic got it stuff. right there. And I don't. Uh, uh, He's got it right there. My alarm just went off. He's got it. You don't have oh. it. My alarm went off. His for alarm last... for today for yeah. waking up. That's why I woke up yesterday at this time. <gasps> yeah, when I woke up, it's so weird. Just went. Doo, 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 doo. I woke up yesterday at one thirty, and uh, got in the shower. Took a sprite shower. You know, got out feeling Randy, mm. and just uh, how did Randy feel about that? That was fine. <laughs> and then I toweled off, Maggie. and then I, I just I your hands are cold. Got dressed. <laughs> Make love to me. I came in. It was great. Uh, 570-1949. Let's see. Who is on the phone for us? M1 Matt. Hey, Mikey. What's up, man? Everybody, the whole crew. How are you, Matt? Good. I'm doing well, man. I, uh, you guys, I, I can tell you're kind of lagging in the end of the night, man. You, I'm uh, trying to pump you guys up. Oh, that's but, cool. Uh, one, of, one of my best friends, uh, Doug Enfield, he's, uh, he's listening to you actually right now up in Seattle. Uh, Seattle. His, son, his son, J.D., I've actually sent you a little text about this, but uh, his son, J.D., has autism as well. And uh, he got, for the autism awareness up in uh, Seattle, he got the whole thing going on, and he got J.D. to throw out the first pitch. So if you oh, go wow. on YouTube, go on YouTube, look up, uh, it's a uh, Yelm Dad. That's cool, man. Oh, Y-E-L-M. That's awesome. Little yeah. angel. That is cool. It's, uh, you kind of put it together a montage, but like uh, the first, you know, the first like five minutes, you got to kind of fast forward through because it's all like stuff that I'd write, I'd, I'd love, but you know, it's, you know, but get to the end and you'll see him throwing out the first pitch at the Mariners game. There you yeah, go. So, awesome. And he's listening to you guys right now, like streaming live. He's listening to you guys up there in Seattle. 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 Yeah. The whole thing. Cool, man. Yeah, 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 yeah I worked in Seattle. I'm, I'm Northwest boy, so. That's yeah, cool. but uh, I'm super stoked. I've been listening on and off for the whole day. I've been working all day, but like I've been listening to you guys on and off, and I'm loving it, man. I'm so stoked that you guys are pumping this up. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, absolutely, man. And you guys are great. I, I just I love listening to you guys. Like you wake me up every morning, so I'm just super stoked that you guys are pumping this up. And I just want to give you guys some love. Thank you, dude. Thank Appreciate you. that very much. Uh, let's see. And Jared, I am going to forward Jared. Uh, I just got news from uh, Drew from Switchfoot that they are going to donate a signed Hello Hurricane Collector's Edition Sweet. Uh, nice. deluxe book and a 2010 Christmas deluxe package nice. with a sweatshirt, 2011 calendar, signed Christmas card, 
and the Eastern Hymns EP. That's killer. Yeah. Nice. So uh, I think we should start the bidding on that at 300 bucks. Sound about right? Yeah. Switchfoot, all that Absolutely. stuff signed? Love it. 300 bucks sounds pretty good to me. Um, you know, so we all do our thing, you know, whatever interests us. Like uh, Woods is going to play guitar. LLB. He was going to. Thought. It'll be he does her, you know, she didn't do a stand up set sometimes. So, when on the weekends, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, never, during, never during the week. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, if you guys feel up to it later, you can. We can play buzzword, we'll play buzzword later. Can we please well, do something fun? Let's to do wake hallway up? dodgeball. Well, I was gonna do uh, my thing. Oh, oh, you, oh, right now, that was gonna, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna leave though when I, if I do that? No, you stay. Not, I'm not now going to leave. Oh. No, I want to stay. I want to hear it. No, nah, you can go. No, I want to hear it. Because you're open the phones, right? Yeah. I'd like to... Um, there's no way to take 10, is there? Take 10? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Take because 10? I could take my contacts out. Yeah, like I, I need a recharge and then I want to get right into it. That's Okay. We can do that. Do a 10? Uh, I don't need to smoke or anything. I just want to shut it down and get it back to neutral. Yep. After that freaking that movie, movie ruined my life. That I think that movie because I was you know I was in a good mood during yeah. Dirty Dancing. I was funny right. and like we were having fun. Dude, Waterworld started. I was like, oh, you ever just not have anything to talk about? Riff on. The first quarter of the movie, we were okay. You ever in the water the whole time? How many jokes can you make about guys in the water? I know it. You know what I mean? You know what movie was like that, too, what? that I've done in the past? We've had some turds. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Movies that we thought would be the easiest to riff on and would be great, not. Like? Wizard of Oz. Oh, I bet, dude. Terrible. Really? Oh. Because it's just repetitive. And you know it's just, what? It's old. It's, it's old. old. It's just not, it wasn't good. And you know what else we thought was going to be knockout and wasn't? Was uh, the original Willy Wonka. Old. Yeah, same thing, repetitive. It's just old and repetitive. Yeah. All right, so we'll, uh, yeah, we'll do that. We'll take a a, a quick breather here by showing you what we do, uh, giving you an example of some of our uh, good material and the stuff that we've done, and hopefully you really love it. And uh, you'll come back after, and I'm going to do something that I do during the 28-hour show, but I only do it in the middle of the night. I only do it at like 3 o'clock in the morning, like what it is now. And what that is, is, uh, you know, I, I do my testimony at the end of the show on Friday, but I sometimes go out and speak, you know, uh, and give it out in a public forum where it's a little bit grittier. And so I do that. Uh, and the only way that I do it on the radio is when it's late in the middle of the night. And so I do that. And I welcome calls. Uh, people can call. You know, I've had people call. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's totally okay for people to do that. Uh, no matter how you feel, I'd be willing to talk to you about it. Yep. And, uh, uh, we will do that. But first I want to show you one of the, uh, characters that we have on the show.
thought of something listening to this. It's a jam. Like one of my favorites. Have you ever been, Woodsy? Have you ever been with a band while they record an album? I have seen recordings done. Yes, but not like a big band that anybody would care about. Lars from Metallica let me go to uh, Nashville to watch Systematic, his band that he signed, friends of mine, when they recorded their album. Killer. Cool. Well, dude, when they, were, when they were on stage, it was amazing, man, to watch them. They were a great live band. What was really a trip was I got to see these demos in this Systematic. Incredible band, right? Right. Very hard. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, the style of the music was very hard. So this was a real big thing for me to be able to go see them record live. So that I was watching them record uh, this song right here. Play a second of it. Here we go. Mean. Mean. That's mean. So what I didn't know was is that when they're in the studio and they record it, they sit on stools. <laughs> yeah, dude. All kicked back <laughs> and they go, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like they're doing that really <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah. No expression. All calm. Just, just calm. calm. But and I thought they would record and they'd just be like jamming in the stu they don't. That's oh, work. They would sit there sometimes Adam was the guitar player. He'd sit there with his legs crossed with the guitar, <laughs> just, and he'd be jamming that out. As, and he's sitting on a guitar, calm as ever. When I practice, when I'm, I'm been playing a lot of my, because I got my electric guitar, I've been playing a lot. You heard me hit a little Deftones the other day. Right. Sitting in my chair, legs crossed at my computer. Very just, calmly. Just like that, calmly, jamming Deftones as loud as, like, loud as the amp will go. I had, it, it was sort of... You know, burst my little bubble. But some bands will do. I don't know what the type of studio is called, where there's no kind of reverb and they all have their own mics on them. Yeah, and they'll play at the same time and they'll they'll then jam. they're jamming. They'll that's play. that's cool. That is cool. Uh, by the way, tomorrow morning, seven a.m., Woodsy and Jay will be doing hallway baseball, squaring off <laughs> again. Yeah, maybe I win a bet for once. That'd be awesome. You now. Here's what Woodsy says. Woodsy says. Jay, you can't hit me. No, he's not hitting me. He's, he's not, not going hit. to foul one off. You do not think that he will be able to hit one ball you throw his no, way? he's not going to foul one off. You play ball like a girl! <laughs> yeah, but if he does, it's not going to count as a foul because it's in a hallway. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll go behind him if he fouls it off. I'm a little worried, though. I just thought of this. Are we going to jack your shoulder up? No, I'll be fine. It's a wiffle ball. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a wiffle ball. I play every week. You're gonna throw a wiffle ball. Pretty fast. I know, but your isn't your. Uh, I mean, don't you have a torn? Yeah, it hurts like hell every time I do anything. But I'll be all right. I play every weekend. You sure? Sidearm it. Right. No, sidearm hurts worse. Over the overhand is easy. That's why I can still paddle and surfboard. Overhand is easy. Anytime, anything out here is when it kills me. Maybe you do it like Jenny Finch. You know, maybe like, I do like underhand softball. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna go to the batting cages today after work, so we'll get we'll real shot. batting cages. We're gonna get yeah. warmed up. Oh. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Never done that in my I'll life. Have you not? You're doing it today. Yeah. Sure, I'll look like I a big fat oaf out there. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah. You're doing real, it today. Real fun. By the way, Independence Jam tickets still available for you if you want to go. 30 bucks, man. 30 bucks covers all the fees. It's August 29th. It's on a Sunday. And uh, Edward Sharp, the Magnetic Zeros are playing. It's going to be awesome. It'll be a good show. Uh, the Wigs. Delta Spirit, the Wigs. It'll be, It'll be great. great. Kill me, Caroline. That's right. Um, Sabrina's in here looking all irritated. She's pissed she every day. Pissed. She's just pissed every day. You know, Boo, our building is called Booz Allen Hamilton, the building that we're in, in downtown, the metropolitan area of Mission Valley. <laughs> so ridiculous. Downtown Mission Valley. It's not metropolitan. It's not. Yeah. It isn't. It's sort of a sort of a suburban area, isn't it? I, yeah. It's oh, like, God. Oh, you have to go. Oh, my gosh. She's got gosh. gum in her mouth. Oh, that's going to drive. I can't Is listen. that irritating? And she goes take to it you. Out. <laughs> take it out. I can't listen to that. <laughs> you Should I take it out? out? I'm not kidding. It's she goes like, to UCLA. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. She goes to UCLA. She's enrolled at UCLA. I, she doesn't go much. Well, yeah. I don't go now because it's the stupid summer. Right. So why would so. you go in the summertime? Yeah. Figure it out. Summer school. Figure it out. I went to summer school. Well, how is it over there in Perfectville? It's great. Feeling good. Yeah. So what'd you do this weekend, Tan? Yeah, this weekend I laid out a little bit and um, got a little crazy. Drink? What do you drink when you're laying out? Uh, Kahlua. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you drink? You drink Kahlua. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect poolside drink. Oh my god! Just on the rocks. Or? Holy cow! Omg, Mike, what do you drink? I, do, I well, fruity iced tea or something. <laughs> Some yes. sort of passion for tea. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if I'd have made a list of a billion things, I thought you drank poolside. Kahlua would have been the last one. But It's delicious. All right. Like with milk? Yeah, it's like a white Russian or something. <laughs> Black Russian. I don't know. It's some sort of Russian. Yeah. Some kind of Russian. Some sort of Russian. Yeah. Not that Mel Gibson Czech Russian. No, either. not like that. Not like Gorieva. What's her name? Oksana Gorieva. Do you ever, or just for, to be like sassy, do you go, I'll take an Oksana Gorieva? No, that's totally a good one. I'm so using that. Oh, I'm here. Oh, my God. BTW, I shouldn't even be here because Sienna totally did my job earlier. What do you mean? She said the weather. Oh, Sienna. Yeah, yeah but I did that earlier. So no, yeah, so long ago. Know, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I called my dad like seven times and I was like, um, FYI, Sienna did it. So I don't have to come in. And he was like, OMG, you're totally going to work. And Duh. I was like, OMG, you're such an idiot. <laughs> This was you called your dad an idiot? Yeah, I've called him a lot worse than that. You know, she belongs to the Ritz family. Oh, yeah, from Ritz Carlton. Yeah. yeah. She got, the, a little, got a little coin. Yeah, a lot of coin. Oh, actually. my gosh. And I totally don't need to be working, but it's whatever. It's good for you, man. Put a little, uh, you know, it teaches you the, the way the real world works. I guess, but none of my BFFs have to work. So it's just, I don't know. I think it's going to be crazy. What's the weather going to be like today? Weather is going to be nice today. And then uh, later in the week, the sun's going to come out. Um, kind of like how my little brother came out and he was drunk <laughs> <laughs> to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, wow. Probably wouldn't just say that in the air. Yeah, you probably. Jacob. Yeah, you probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You just outed your brother on the Jacob, air. He's the one outed himself. He shouldn't have been to drinking. To you, his sister. Yeah, to you. That was I know, yeah. but he was drinking my Kahlua and he's like 12. Uh, so <laughs> that's what you get. Don't touch my Kahlua. How old is he actually? I think he's 13. Oh, he, I, think. I don't know. You're not even sure. He's in high school. What's that? Yeah, 14, I don't know. 15, 16. 14 to 18. Oh, yeah. I, I stopped counting when he was like over two. So right. I was like, you're so not cute anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really nice. Wow. It's our 22-year-old weather girl. Her name 21. is a 21-year-old weather girl. Her name's Sabrina. And the only reason she has the job? 
is because her dad heir to the Ritz fortune. My dad's a big, stupid jerk idiot. Yeah. He made, she's, he made do this. And she's, he's making her do this. Big, stupid, jerk <sighs> idiot. Because he's friends, friends with big, fat, stupid, like, <laughs> things. Oh, well. I love you, oh, well. Mr. Booth. <laughs> Sorry. That was inappropriate. Well, you're doing a, a fantastic job. Yeah, you're really knocking on the park. So do you yeah. want to be in radio, like, for a living? No. I want to be on, like, I don't know, my own reality show or something. Yeah, doesn't everybody that's 21 yeah. years old that drinks Kahlua poolside? Move to Jersey. You could be on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I am so friends with the Kardashians and the Hiltons. Yeah. You, well, she probably is, right? I, I mean, with all that dough. I am, and it's just a matter of time. I keep telling my dad that. My dad totally has a pull, and he's like, no, Sabrina, you're going to do a job like everybody else. You know what's interesting is how she constantly is pushing her hair away with just one finger and fingernail out of the way. And it's, it's, per- there's, you're not fixing it because each no. time you do it, it's exactly well, the same as the yeah. last time you, that you fix it. Do you want to know why I do that? Why? I have a phobia. What is it? Well, I get my nails done all the time yeah. and I'm always afraid like when I get my nails done that my nails are still wet. I'm going to mess them up yeah. if I, you know, if I put too much pressure, too much stuff on them. Yeah, doesn't everybody have that fear? Yeah. yeah. No. I think every, no. but I've I think every my nails man done. 40 years old has gone through yeah. that fear at one time or another. I'm serious. If you start getting a lot of mani-pedis, you will do it too. I will. In the same way with my shoes. My toes are always like crawled up and I'm like walking on my toes and I'm like totally afraid. Okay. <laughs> Thank Where, you. What is going on? Sabrina. Yeah, for real. That's, those are tough problems, man. Yeah. Cadillac problems, I like to call them. Yep, those. they are. Thanks, wow. Sabrina. I'm done. Thank you. We appreciate her. See you later. Her name Just is friendly. Sabrina. Yeah. Bye. Tell you what, though. Smells good. <laughs> smells amazing. Maybe she comes in. See ya. What do I want to be at? All right. Appreciate you. Oh, Going back I'm to the so pool. I'm so glad she got rid of that gum. <laughs> Number one pet peeve in my life. Smacking gum. I was like, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. Like, that would make me uh, think someone. So unprofessional. Uh, uh, let's see. Do I have time? Oh, you know what I want to do? I'm going to run few, through a few stories for you. Because there's some stuff out there. Def Leppard's uh, guitar player, his name is Phil Collin. That's a true, <laughs> that's a true story. Yeah, not in Genesis. Right. Phil Collin. <laughs> mm-hmm. He got his second divorce. Yep. And then nine days later, Got married to someone else. <laughs> yeah, nine wow. days. Way to wow. wait that one out. Yeah. I know it. What's the deal? He gets fell Basically, in love. Basically, you just told it. He, he fell in love. He <laughs> fell in love. Got a divorce. Married this other chick who's ten years younger in Florida. Nine days later. Why don't you stop judging my life, Mike? <laughs> I'm not judging it. I'm just saying I think that's kind of quick to get married. I wonder if you knew this young lady before your marriage ended. Oh, Did yeah. you feel? Yes, I did. That's such a funny joke, isn't it? Yeah. It's none of your freaking beeswax, what I do anyway. That's true. <laughs> Nobody's really cared about Def Leppard in 15 years. So. There's a lot of people that care about Def Leppard. Yeah, they're 50 now. No, Def Heads. Def All heads. the Def Heads Def care heads. quite a bit. Doesn't it sound a bit? A little bit. Doesn't it sound like James Gum would have listened to this? A little bit. Oh, yeah. While James Gum was hanging down in it. That's awesome. There it is. Uh, the good uh, old days. That's right, man. That's right. Uh, welcome back. It is the Mikey Show. We are doing our.
Mikey Thon. It's a 28 hour broadcast for Rady Children's Hospital. And uh, it is 3 30 in the morning. We have been at this for a while. And uh, ABC is going to have us on the news at uh, 4 30, 5 30, and 6 30, I believe. Wow. Let me just double check. I've been up exactly 24 hours. Yeah, That's crazy. Just about that for me. Yeah. 4 30, 5 30, and 6 30. We'll be on uh, ABC KGTV. That's rad. So you check it out. Um, so we, you know, I'm going to leave it up to LOB and and Woodsy as to how they're feeling and whether or not they feel up to doing their thing. You know, it's it's yep. it's your call. I was just looking at our fan page. I I'm kind of being getting kind of getting called out. Oh, for, I didn't see it for being like a P or something. Like I haven't been like hanging in. I'm complaining so. See what I can do. Now, if somebody's uh, doing that, I you know my guess is that they're it's just like a little razzing, and they probably you know don't. Yeah, maybe you, you know you don't you don't walk up to a tiger cage. I know and take a stick. I know it and just shove it. in yep. a dude that's been pierced and saran wrapped and yeah. painted and and tired, performed, and tired and tired, well, and, like giving it his all. I'm you know, afraid. May I slit your throat? I defended you on. on I saw that. Uh, I slit somebody's throat. Though. I know. I'm it's, afraid I have a knife with my stand-up. It would. <laughs> <laughs> that the only audience I'm going to have is three tired people. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Who? People are hanging. Yeah, there's people listening. No, I mean in the studio though. Oh no, I'm alert, and I've never got to see your stand-up, I and know, so. But it's really awkward for like two or three people yeah, to watch you. That's tough. Stand up. Uh, guitar, I can, I can, I'm going to try to gut one out. I'm going to try to gut at least one out. Well, probably just one. It's your guys' call, LOB. If you don't feel comfortable doing it and you feel weird, you don't have to. It's, uh, it's only if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, my thing, uh, is something that I just enjoy. Yeah. That- I enjoy doing it, but if, if I don't get the feedback, it just, if it falls on deaf ears, it's, just not enjoyable. I, I think you're funny. Comedy's one of those one of those things where you need the you got to have the act, you know. the audience is the second character in the act. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my thing is uh, we all have our thing where we wanted to be able to showcase our abilities, and we didn't want to do it in a way where it was just like we didn't want to do it at six o'clock in the evening because. We felt like, you know, there's a there's a larger audience at that time. And we wanted to be able to do it at a time where we don't feel like it's ruffling too many feathers. Mm-hmm. I enjoy talking about my faith. Uh, but during the Mikey show from 6 to 10, Monday through Friday, I don't do a lot of it because we do bits. We do a comedy show. At the end of the show on Friday, I do my testimony and it's definitely prevalent there. But the rest of the time, if it comes up in conversation, I don't shy away from it. If it's part of the context of the conversation, I don't shy away from it. But, uh, you know, I like to to do, uh, to do my thing. Um, so I try to present my fuller testimony to you on the radio. And I also do a thing... Uh, for people that have just never heard about my beliefs. There may be people that are listening right now at 3.34 in the morning that have just never heard about my beliefs. You go, 
I know the dude's Christian, but maybe you don't believe in anything. Maybe you don't believe uh, in in God at all. Uh, maybe you do believe in God. Uh, maybe you believe in uh, Buddha and you're Buddhist or maybe you're Islamic, Muslim. It's all right. I just present to you my story and and I also tell you a little bit about uh, some stuff in case you didn't know and and how my belief system works. Uh, my whole foundation in in Christianity comes from the Bible. And the Bible is made up of two big parts, Old Testament, New Testament. Old Testament means the old agreement. New Testament means the new agreement. You may say, well, what is that agreement? Well, the old agreement was that God had these rules. He had these ten rules. You had to follow the rules in order to uh, be right with him. But nobody was ever able to follow the rules. And so what they did was they uh, would do these things like sacrifices to try to atone or get good with God. The problem was is it was like uh, interest-only payments. It's like when you're paying off a house but you're only paying on the interest. You know, you're not really paying for it. Uh, you know, I, I have also described it in a way like you get into an argument with your boyfriend, or your girlfriend, or your husband, or your wife, and you're just really mad. And they go, what do you, listen, what do you want me to do? And you go, tell me you love me. And they <laughs> go, I love you. And you're like, tell me you love me and you're sorry. I'm, uh, I love you and I'm sorry. And it's just not enough. It's not, it's not fixing it. It's nice and you're doing what I've asked, but it isn't fixing it. Well, that was the Old Testament. You know, you've heard of the, the Ten Commandments. Well, that's, that's the deal. Everybody broke them and everybody tried to get right. New Testament, the new agreement, a lot of people don't know this. It starts with Jesus' birth and it goes on from Jesus' birth. A lot of people don't know this. You'll ever hear the word, the Gospels. Okay, the Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Anybody that wants to call in can. And if anybody, if, if uh, uh, Woodsy or LLB, if at any time you have a question or a comment, you can too. Uh, it's the first four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are the story of Jesus' life from four different people. Uh, after that, it's about what happened after he died. And it's kind of an instruction thing. Here's how you do it, this thing called Christianity. Now, in the New Testament, the deal was, that's when Jesus was born, as I told you, that before he was born, Years before he was born, 700 years before he was born, there were people that were saying there's going to be this guy coming and he's going to be a real big deal. He's going to save everybody. And here's what it's going to look like. And uh, it happened. Happened in this guy named Jesus. The perfect life, sinless, perfect life. 
which is what made him able to be that perfect sacrifice. So people could, uh, they don't have to do the, the stuff anymore. You know, when they were doing the interest-only payments and it wasn't working? When they were doing the, I love you. Well, tell me you love me again. Tell me that you're sorry. Like what? Like uh, sa- sacrifice. Sacrificing Sacrifices. like their children, right? In some uh, cases? Uh, well, no. It, it was, uh, there were people that were di- sacrificing their kids, but it was never for God. That they were doing it. No, they were doing it for false gods, like uh, for idols and stuff. Uh, like a god called Baal. Baal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which angered God because it wasn't, that was his first thing, is don't worship other gods besides me. And they were. They were doing nasty stuff. Uh, but one of the things that he did want them to sacrifice was like their best animal, the best animal that they had. A sheep, lamb, ram. In some cases, it was like pigeons, you know? It, but it always had to do with blood. It had to be about blood. Blood was always the deal. So when Jesus came and uh, lived a perfect life, if you ever hear that phrase, Lamb of God, that's what it meant. He was going to be the perfect sacrifice. He was going to live this perfect life, and dude was going to be able to give his blood as the perfect uh, atonement. The catch was that from that point on, you had to put your faith and your trust in him. Now, that's the interesting thing. That's the interesting part. That, In fact, that's a part that has interested me more over the last couple of years than anything else. See, because a lot of people think, if you believe in the concept of Christianity and heaven, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to heaven because I believe that Jesus died for my sins that's not enough that's not enough to believe that that's just belief that isn't faith and there is a a real clear outlining of that in the new testament says uh faith has a look i go to a doctor right the doctor says you got a tumor and you got to take it out well I may believe that dude went to medical school. But unless I get on the operating table and let dude cut into me, I don't have faith that he went to medical school. I may believe it. But I don't have faith until there's an actual action that goes along with it. When there's an action that goes along with it, it means I have faith. And so uh, there's got to be a difference. You've got to understand the difference between belief and and faith. Now, I've talked to people that have said, you know, that I've tried that whole thing of, you know, asking Jesus to come into my heart deal. I've tried it. It don't work. In fact, my own brother says that he's tried it twice. He says he remembers where he was the two times he tried. It. He said it didn't work. And I remember for the longest time that 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 really screwed with my head because I was thinking to myself, man. Bible says, knock and the door will be opened. You know, Jesus said, knock and the door will be opened. Jesus said, you know, you come to me, I'll answer to it. I just hadn't read it all. You know, I'd read that part, but I hadn't read it all. The deal was, is it, you know, when you do it, you gotta, you gotta do it with a humble heart. You know, one thing that is real clear 
throughout that New Testament is humility. You know, a sense of humbleness, which is tough, especially for dudes, I think, man. Especially for guys, it's tough. Guys, uh, I think more than women, have this thing where we sort of cross our arms and we go, be there, show me. Let me see it. We dig in. Yeah, dig in. You real? Let me see it. And that's kind of uh, how uh, a lot of people will approach it. They'll cross their arms, you know, and they'll, it's like, it's like Jesus is standing on one side of the door and they're on the inside of the door and they're yelling through the door. Yeah, well, if you're there, come on in. If you're there, come in. You know where I am. And I say, you know, it's kind of like if you were to invite somebody over to a party, you were having a barbecue and you said, uh, hey, I'm having a barbecue this weekend. So, you know where I live. If you want to come, I mean, you know where I live. Or saying to somebody, hey, man, I'm, I'm having a party this weekend, a barbecue. And it would mean so much to me if you came. So the humility part is a big, a big component. You got to come humbly. And uh, you got to say, no, I screwed up. I know I've screwed up. And I'm sorry that I've screwed up. And I want to ask you for forgiveness. And uh, I want to turn from it. And I want you to come into my life. Take over uh, the steering wheel. Take control of my life. There's a lot of barriers that come into play with people as to why they don't do that. Most of it is a lot. Well, in a lot of cases, it has to do with pride. They say, well, I haven't screwed up. I mean, I haven't screwed up that bad. I haven't screwed up as much as this guy or I haven't screwed up as much as that guy. In fact, I'm a, using finger quotes, good person. Have a good heart. Have a good heart. Yeah. I'm a good person. Well, if you think you're a good person, really, it just shows that your barometer for good person is kind of off. You're a good person compared to who? Compared to Hitler, you're a great person. You're pretty awesome compared to Hitler. Compared to Jesus, eh, you're not doing so good. You're not doing as good. And so, uh, you know, like some people will say, well, you know what? I don't think it's wrong. I don't think the way that I'm living is wrong. There's people that are growing pot in their backyards right now, and they go, listen, I'm not hurting anybody. I grow some weed. I smoke some weed. I'm not... I don't think it's wrong. I'm not hurting anybody. Well, that's great. There may be some people that are are cruising down the highway. There's no water on the road. It's dry. They're cruising down the highway doing 98 miles an hour. Speed limit's 65. They go, look, nobody's on the road. It's safe. I got brand new tires. I'm not hurting anybody. Okay, well, the bottom line is, is that even though you feel that it's okay and that everything's cool, if you come before a judge, if you, you know, get popped for it, you come before a judge, and the judge is any good at all. Like, he, he doesn't suck. The judge doesn't suck. He's a good judge. He's a just judge. 
you get up in front of him and you uh, have the charges put in front of put in front of the judge. He's looking at you going, okay, let's see. You're growing pot in your backyard. And then you got popped uh, going 98 and a 65. So what, what, what do you got to say about it? And you go, ah, I'm a good person. The judge is going to go, oh, my goodness. I had no idea. You didn't, I had no idea you were a good person. I wish that you would have said that uh, as soon as you walked in. In fact, I can't even believe you were pulled over. Did you explain to the officer when he pulled you over that you were a good person? Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, when they found the pot in your backyard, didn't you tell them that you're a good person? The good person thing doesn't fly because uh, one way or another, it's against the law. And so if you break it, you got to account for it. Now, here's the deal. No one doesn't break the rules. Everybody breaks the rules. And so that leads you to the obvious question. Well, what do you do about that then? If everybody's breaking the rules, what do you what do you do? Well, that's where that faith and trust part comes in. And remember, it's got to look. I did that at one point. I was broken. I was completely broken. And I said, I need you. I can't do this on my own. Now, that was out of brokenness. Where it's really tough is where people aren't broken. When people are rich, they're rock stars, they're getting laid. Doing some coke. Feels real good. That's when it's tough. Because they're like, wrong. Wrong about what? Things are awesome. I'm not broken. Breaking the law. I haven't murdered anybody. I don't rape anybody. I'm on a bus. I'm getting a handy on a bus. What's the big deal? <laughs> I'm smoking some weed in the bus. I'm not hurting anybody in the I'm bus. Not driving. I'm not even driving yeah. the bus. I'm in the tour bus. Oh, well. You know, I'm not, I'm, it's okay. Well, again, if he's a just judge, he's going to go, no, it's not okay. And he doesn't have like, he doesn't have like this, this separate area of heaven where if you just smoke some weed, you're fine. That's not the way it works. In order to be with him, you got to be perfect, spotless, and you can't. The only way you can be declared spotless is to be a holder of a get-out-of-jail-free card. Otherwise, the penalty is death, hell. Now, the hard part, too, is that a lot of people go, I ain't ain't doing that Christianity thing. The reason I ain't doing that Christianity thing is because I've seen them, and they're wacky. You don't believe me? Go to a concert at the sports arena and see those whack jobs standing out front of the place with picket signs. How about those people that are on the news that are holding signs that say God hates fags? What about those nut jobs that are protesting soldiers dying? What about those nuts? I don't want any part of that. How about those Christians that I see that are wearing the, the little pastel sweaters and they're all buttoned up? I don't want any part of that either. I don't want to look like that. I don't want to be like that. That's a barrier. Here's the deal. 
let's say that you liked, uh, like Woodsy, is one of his favorite actors is Johnny Depp. Yeah. And let's say Woodsy was like, man, dude, I, you know, I think that cat, I think that's the kind of dude that I could hang out with. He seems like a cool dude. He seems like the kind of guy that I would be bros with. Woodsy will never have a relationship with Johnny Depp by getting to know his fans. And the reason is because some of Johnny Depp's fans are nut jobs. Some of his fans are cool, but some of them are nut jobs. So the way that you would get to know him is to get to know him. That's how you judge him is by getting to know him. So the way that you're going to have a personal relationship with somebody and get to know somebody is by knowing them. Don't judge them by me. Don't judge them by... Don't judge them really by any Christian. One of the biggest barriers to Christianity is Christians. Some of them are goofballs. Yep. So anyway, that's my... That's my spiel in a nutshell. That's what it is. That's what it is to be... Uh, if you ever hear that word saved, that's what it means to be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. One way or another, we have a, a, an eternal destination. We're going somewhere. These are my beliefs. One way or another, we're going somewhere. You know? Uh, and it just depends on who we put our faith and our trust in. Now, you see a lot of people put their faith and their trust in... Television shows. Some people put their faith and their trust in radio shows. And when that thing they put their, their, their faith in fails them, they're dead in the water. Some people put their faith and their trust in their wife or their husband. And if their wife or their husband cheats on them, they're hopeless. Some people put their faith and their trust in drugs and alcohol. And I did it. I want to feel good. That's what I did. A lot of coke, methamphetamine, alcohol. I tried to fill a God-shaped hole in my heart with everything but God. Porno. Uh, strippers. Girls, relationships, coke, booze. I tried filling it with everything. I always felt empty. There was always something missing. There was always something missing. And then when I gave it all to him and I said, I want to live it your way, not my way. That's when things started to change. Something supernatural started happening inside of me. Something that wasn't me. I mean, just flat out opposite of me. Anybody at Woodsy knew me back in the day. Dude, it's it's uncanny. It really is. Uh, the transformation in your life. You know, and the, the interesting thing, and I don't know that everybody knows this, I knew Rebecca then too. And I knew you and Rebecca and how you guys were together. And it wasn't how you are now. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time with you guys, you know, and, and to see how your relationship is and, and what's happened uh it, well, what she's become, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's supernatural change in her, too. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the Rebecca that I knew 10 years ago. It's, yeah. just, it's not. It's true. It's just, it's so true. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. seen it happen.
I've seen it happen with Woods. Yep. Seen it happen with Woods' wife. Yeah, so, so, you know, more slowly but surely. I mean, I call myself a work in progress, and, and man, I'm, I screw up all the time, and I forget to do things, and I do things I shouldn't, but, you know, the the that feeling is in there, you know, and, and uh, it's weird for me to sit with a guy with head from corn mm-hmm. at dinner, talk about God, which is what we did for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I told I told Mike this, I was like, man, feels weird because, you know, years ago, I would have been like, oh, God, mm-hmm. lame. Even though I've always believed, it, believed, never really acted the right way, but I always believed. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, this is so lame. You know, years ago, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, boy. Now, it's kind of cool to me, you know, to, to talk about it. That was and, me, too. I believed because oh. when I was a kid, that's how I grew up. Yep. My parents, you know, were Catholic. And so when I was growing up, that I, yeah, I believed. But I didn't have faith because there was no action to support the belief. That's exactly right. I mean, if you don't have the action behind it, it's 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 kind of useless. And the thing is, is that I was incapable of the action on my own. Yeah. I mean, I just I couldn't do it. I mean, I've tried. Uh, it's it's not me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not really um want to i don't talk a lot about it in my faith i talk about it with jamie now finally after nine years together you know we talk about it and we pray together and you know and and we pray out loud and uh just the miracles that have happened to us miracles truly uh it's i mean it ain't luck yeah ain't magic you know it's not it's not good fortune you know it's it's something completely different and and you know we both make tons of mistakes all the time and but it, we try. We yeah. try hard. Yeah. You know, we really do. I do too, man. I make mistakes. We try. We try so hard, you know, to do the right thing. And it doesn't always work, but yeah. we try. Um, for those who have ears, listen. And see, here's the thing. Not everybody's going to hear it. Not everybody's going to hear it. Some have... Some were born with ears to not hear. That's just the bottom line. And so nothing I say is going to make a difference. Nothing anybody says is going to make a difference. Yeah. You know, to some. But there are some that at this moment are going, oh, man, maybe it's, maybe he's talking to me. Maybe there's, maybe, maybe. And if that's the case and something is going on in there, it's the same thing if your name is John. It's the same thing if your dad walked out into the front yard and went, Craig, Craig, you're not going to respond to it. If he says, John, you are. You're going to, oh, my dad's calling me. You know, I can take it from my mouth to your ears. Only God can take it from your ears to your heart. That's just that's just how it goes. Uh, let's see. M1 Slide from the Central Coast. Hey, nice talking to you again. What's up? (laughs) Um, I've got a a kind of a point of theology here that I'd like to ask you about. Um, I preface it with, I was raised in an evangelical church. My mom is probably the strongest Christian I've ever met in my life. Um, you said something earlier about Jesus being the perfect sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, uh, there's, aren't there like 13 or so missing years? There's, there's a gap from when he was a teenager to 
when he was about 30 or so. Mm-hmm. How do we know what happened then? Yeah, there is no history of his life between about 12, 13 years old till he was 30. Right. And those years are missing. And I think the answer to that is that the New Testament, majority of the New Testament, was written within about 30 to 70 years of his death. Mm-hmm. And so... Him at that point. Yeah. And so I guess the way that I would the way that I would put it is if I died tomorrow and five years from now somebody said, you know, Mikey used to fart pink elephants. <laughs> there's gonna be a couple of people that go, um, no, he didn't. I knew him, and he right. did not fart pink elephants. I know this for a fact. He didn't fart pink elephants. Uh be a pretty rough trick to pull off. Yes. And the other thing is, is that, uh, you know, talk about supernatural. You know, the, the whole thing of Christianity, it hinges on this very miraculous thing where he came back to life after he was dead. A dead, a dead guy came back to life after he was dead. Now, this is interesting. There were over 500 people who were witnesses to him being alive after he died. Right. Now, one of the most interesting things in the world to me is the fact that people will sometimes question the validity of the Bible. Nobody really questions the validity of Plato. Huh. And the reason that they don't question the validity of Plato is because Plato doesn't ask people to change or alter their lifestyle. Yeah, people don't try to live by Plato. People don't try to live by Plato. Now, people aren't required to live by Plato. Right. Uh, 570-1949. Thank you for the call, bro. Uh, I have to do this. KBZT San Diego. You're listening to the Mikey Thon for Rady Children's Hospital on FM 94.9. The following takes place between 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. M1 Ian in Oceanside. How's it going? Good. Good. Uh, yeah, I just had something to add with that, too, about, you know, Jesus and everything. Uh, is Isaiah 53, uh, which is in the Old Testament, hundreds of years before Jesus was even born. 700 years. 700 years before Jesus was born, and it says he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, the the punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray, and each of us his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's 700 years before Jesus was born, and, you know, it's like prophecy and everything, and... Even when you look into cellular function structure and everything like that, like there's a design to to everything, you know, and the biblical validity of if uh, you know the biblical the sorry (laughs) validity validity. Thank you, thank you, guys. It's just it's just uh, you know ridiculous. And when 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 you have a heart that actually seeks God with all of your heart. Um, you know, it just it just slaps you in the face of you know God's real and God God came on this earth and died for your sins and He loves you. you hey, uh, by the way, years. by the way, I just wanted to say, Ian, 
the verse that you read, you're right. That was written by Isaiah, and it was 700 years before Jesus came here and everything. And uh, that's just one of a bunch of things that, you know, were really miraculous. It points.